We're always yapping about thought leadership. We make liberal use of this term concerning many fields of endeavor, and yet it remains amorphous. To myself, the concept yields a democratic allure. I think of thought leadership as any and all contributions made by an individual or small group to our shared values, understanding, or well-being. I believe that one mustn't necessarily be in the lead personally to help advance the lead of us all within the collective human journey. I possess fervent faith in man and his natural force to improve upon himself and his existence, and I propose this power to reside within a great many individual persons in which it lies mostly dormant until their dying days. One of the most excellent tools we're so fortunate to have in this digital age of ours for breaking this pattern of contributive dormancy of the individual is podcasting. So that's the opening monologue for today, folks, and the episode, as you can tell from that, is going to be about podcasting for thought leadership. And I think it's an, it's an important one. Before I get any deeper into the subject on podcasting for thought leadership, I just want to state that my primary business goal for the Think in Your Armor is to provide the quickest and most reliable service, almost like a train service, to DIY podcasting for the everyman, for the masses, DIY podcasting success on the market That's what I'm working on. That's the mission. And I'll be working on assembling and creating the most direct and cost-effective strategies to podcast for both passion and profit, solo dolo, folks, from the comfort or discomfort of your own home. The thinkinyourarmor.com. That's the URL. Check it out. The thinkinyourarmor.com. Join the newsletter, which I'll be working on uh, ASAP as well. And, uh, you know, that will uh, be on the same subject matter as the mission I just described. It'll be about that sort of um, approach to, to podcasting, DIY. And then that's why the name of this, uh, in, you know, in that light, the name of this particular show you're listening to is Punk Rock Podcasting, the Think in Your Armor Punk Rock Podcasting. And uh, I'm going to get better at the way I uh, go about kicking off my, you know, and expressing my bullet points to you uh, as I speak after this opening monologue. I'm going to do each show, I've decided. But, you know, just thinking about what podcasting has to offer for, for me uh, in its simplest form, just the, the auditory-like level of podcasting, not with the video, um, you know, just just an audible podcast uh, audio, and and it, it's it's downloaded on iTunes or other podcast directories. I just think it's a great starting point for people to get into the swing of developing their uh, contributive aptitude you know to the greater good to society we're, we're all individuals and many 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 of us have a lot to offer 
and probably may even be thought leaders, so to speak, on a very small scale, just to several people that we have primary contact with in our personal lives. And all we would have to do is expand our reach for us to have real value in the marketplace and have a a path, a a very clear path directly paved for ourselves just by expanding that reach to have the opportunity to to sell something like some some ebooks or some online courses some some great fi- financial tools business tools for an individual to set up for himself based on the following that he or she has developed simply by speaking so one of the things is that uh podcasting for thought leadership in in my opinion can really bridge that gap uh i wrote down here on my notes the the gap between the fact that so many people may actually and almost certainly do demonstrate the capacity to be thought leaders in their personal lives and in personal conversations almost every day of their lives but they just simply aren't connecting those ideas to anyone aside from their very narrow personal sphere of influence outside of that. And podcasting is a terrific stepping stone to move from obscurity with your good ideas, to develop your good ideas, and to become known to whatever degree for these ideas and your unique perspective uh, on any number of things related to the human condition, which then sets you up to sell yourself you know the, the the podcast is for free and then you can you can make an online course an ebook a membership site based on what people have come to know you for and and presumably appreciate you and value you for so it's just it's a great way to do that and and i think that so many people are doing it and so many people that aren't should be and, and they should understand that it has this sort of unique ability to, I think, be a springboard, be a starting point for an individual to begin to mold and to craft the, his or her personal contributive style to macro conversations from which they can further crystallize their ideas and their perspectives really uh, all while having fun into a legitimate business and 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 revenue streams and it's 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 just a great it's just a great way to to do that because another point i have written down really about it uh, about this whole subject on why podcasting is good and why it's something to to get started on for people who want to contribute and want to be involved and have value to offer others to help others make their lives better has to do with just speaking speaking is quite arguably the most natural for for many of us one of the most natural and most common forms of, of human expression 
We use language. We speak to each other every day. So for any individual's personal thought leadership journey, you know, their development of their own thought leadership, why not start there? Podcasting for thought leadership is great because the process of flexing your thought leadership muscles um, are inherent to, to, to speaking. I mean, you might just discover things about yourself or be speaking with your guests and the synergy between your, your guest ideas and your own ideas um, result in a level of, de- a level of development of, of new strands of your own ideas and you can then reflect upon this whole entire internal process and this dialogue that you have and come up with new ideas and, and crystallize them and, and solidify the ones that you like, discard the ones that you don't like. And having that momentum of having the juices flowing and working at thinking in a social, within a social uh, format, which can be so fun. It's just a great. It's just a great starting point. If you know you want to write books about how you can help the world and how people can help themselves, it's great to, as part of your regimen in this light, be set up to speak, be set up to just speak about it. And maybe not everything is right that you are going to say, or that you, maybe not everything that you say you will. Um, you know, end up keeping as, as uh, the, you know, a permanent part of your ideology or, or perspective on any given thing. But podcasting is great for that, for that very purpose as well. You can throw everything at the wall in real time. You can see what sticks and then you can reinforce those points that did stick you know you can throw stuff at the wall and you can even let your audience know you know i'm trying to figure certain things out i'm a little confused about some things and i'm uh i'm searching i'm searching i'm testing uh, i'm testing theories i'm 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 you know i'm testing I'm, I'm testing certain strategies out and uh you know i'm actually gonna see which what works and what doesn't work and get back to you and uh, then I'm going to reinforce that which does, that which has been really effective for me. And, you know, that can help to develop uh, your, your ideology on how to, how to help others and the actual stratagems that you can help to, to consult others. So it's about that sort of fluidity that is inherent to podcasting that I, I think has great, great value. And you can you can build a following, and uh, for example, you know I, I listen to a lot of podcasters at this point. I've never bought anything from Joe Rogan, but I've got to know him so well that I would definitely buy, you know, some relatively cheap book about him from him on on just general success principles for life or something like that because. It's not any one specific thing that, that he said that, that I could say got me and, and um, turned me into someone who legitimately respects his take on things in general. 
but the cumulative effect of a, a nugget, nugget, nugget of, of value here, a nugget of value there, and you start to get won over by a certain person who actually does, for whatever reason, align with the way you think and appeal to you. And so I know that he's someone that I can uh, value in terms of his perspective. You know, I don't agree with everything he says, but I agree with enough of what he says and I'm intrigued by enough of his insights that I'm going to stop and listen to the guy. And he's proven that to me over time. And it's an it's a tremendous selling, I think, technique. You have to enjoy it because you're not going to get necessarily rich overnight through that kind of dialogue. But you can learn more about yourself, which will then motivate you to go and create certain for-profit products within the realm of your personal business. And people over time out there, if they like you and they've been listening to you for a while... They, they, they can really be converted to potential happy customers. Like I would happily buy something from, from Joe Rogan at this point in time. And it wasn't always that way, you know. At this point in time, it is. And I, I've listened to a lot of what he has to say. And I, I appreciate his personal insights and approaches to, to living and to being the best he can be and to being as open as he can be and multifaceted as he can be regarding his personal development and appreciation of being alive. And I know all those things about him are, are quite true that I just rattled off. And I think it's a great thing. I think we should all have more of those sorts of traits. We should give as much as we can give and we can, should live as much as we can live, be as present as we can be and enjoy it and and contribute as much good, put as much good out there into the collective po- population as we can. And pod- podcasting, just coming back to it, is a great, great medium with which to do that. So it's a great springboard for your body of work to set yourself up for follow-up pieces, blogs, well-edited videos, like I said, online courses, membership sites, ebooks, whatever, you know, whatever you could, even other sorts of products, physical products, whatever you can put, uh, to, you know, tie together with, with your talking pieces and, and your talking points within the format of your actual podcasts. So, you know, throw a lot of stuff on the board, I don't think haphazardly, but you know, strong leads, conceptual leads that you think have value, talk them out with people. Get some some of your best friends. Um, hunt, at, hunt down, not, you know, in, in the friendliest way. Guests that you, that, you know, you feel will challenge you and I- expand your dialogue for your, for your audience. And, uh, you know, bring your own, put your own personal touch on, on, your podcasting projects as well, of course. So let me just read through these notes, folks, and see if I have anything else. I don't want to ramble too much here. Yeah, just as a recap, that's about it for, for, for today. You know, we're, it's only about 16 minutes that I, that I talked. But I think that, yeah. It's one of it's one of the best ways 
to set yourself up to, to sell yourself and to have follow-up for-profit products and, and to develop your critical thinking ability and enjoy yourself while you're doing it. And you, there's really a social component. Like when I get some of my best buddies on some of these shows, we have a great time. And you'll see that, you know, you have a great time and you can also really cover some valuable ground. And uh, just a couple more benefits as they pour into to my, to my brain. It, the, like to reiterate a little bit how I talked about just speaking being one of our most natural inherent forms of expression. We speak every day. Like right now I'm speaking off the cuff. This is in no way word perfect. There's going to be some stutters. I don't have perfect command of language. I'm not a perfect being. I'm not, you know, always thinking of the exact word that I, I would be able to employ if you were reading an essay that I wrote where I had time to look that perfect word up or just think within, the, you know, my own Rolodex of vocabulary what might work better. I'm, I'm speaking. And when you go to the supermarket and you need to buy eggs and you talk to the cashier you're not word perfect in many cases you know you're just talking but there's something beautiful about that about that imperfection and that off the cuff expression sort of like a a, a natural stream of consciousness uh, that is inherent to podcasting that I think actually makes it valuable to follow up for more polished mediums to reinforce the ideas that you discovered within that stream of consciousness. So, I mean, if you, you're talking to someone with a friend and you have an epiphany on a podcast about an idea that you'd like to write a book about that has a message uh, uh, and a moral of tremendous value that can help people's lives, well, it could have been a little bit sloppy when you were hatching it all out in real time and then you can really polish it up and make it a beautiful thing. So, I, I think that... Sometimes, you know, you know, there's these different trends like podcasting with videos and now, but I, I would suggest people who just want to start in the most basic way because of the simplicity of podcasting, because it's, of podcasting, it's just talking because of the simplicity of it. In that most basic form, there's, there's tremendous value there because you can always build from there. And I, I feel like sometimes incrementally speaking, people should build with a foundational action plan that has the fewest number of steps. If you can just talk and make that into something valuable, that's a great place to build from. Because just by talking, you don't have to worry about what your face looks and you don't have to be worried like you would for a video. You don't have to worry about what you look like or what the the back background of your bedroom looks like. And you don't have to worry about being word perfect and having the perfect word roll off the tip of your tongue as you would want to be more so word perfect in a written piece just talk get the juices flowing it's a perfect springboard for you to develop your ability to contribute uniquely to collective dialogue and bring value to to human discussion and then it, as you have better and better ideas or you know you're testing the market and you have followers on your social media um platforms that like what you're saying, you can create products and, and, and discover business opportunities based off that. But just talking, I feel like more of our citizens should be doing that. We should all be involved in throwing down and helping each other. 
um, as much as possible and in being as self-reliant as possible. So you, we got to flex our contributive thought muscles, thought leadership muscles, because as I said, the way I define thought leadership, th this term that, you know, it gets criticized sometimes, like I have one of these bullet points here, um, that, you know, it, it basically gets criticized, uh, the phrase thought leader is identified by some writers as an annoying example of business jargon. And appeared in Forbes magazine's 2013 annual of corporate America's most insufferable business buzzwords and cliches. That's why I, in my monologue, my opening monologue earlier, I said it was amorphous. But, you know, I, 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 yeah, I understand why it's criticized. And, and it's also why I said in the opening monologue that I don't feel like you have to be personally leading to be involved in thought leadership because you could have one groundbreaking piece of advice and not be the ceo of a company that is at the top of any particular industry and to me you could still be part of the greater story macro collective story that is thought leadership for humanity because it's all about passing the baton and maybe a lot of people could, you know, be on that relay team. And I believe they could and they're not because you, you got to you can't you don't get asked to be on the relay team. And that's the amazing thing about the di digital age. You got to put yourself on the team. You got to participate. And it's easier to do that these days than ever before. Humans have the freedom to be discovered, to meet others, to network and to throw down and introduce you know just some little nuanced way of looking at things somewhat unique to them or somewhat unique to the to the discussion uh, any given discussion before they got themselves involved and that matters that could be impactful so we should all you know be passing the baton around i think more i think i i think more 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 than we are because there's so many great ideas obviously floating around there out there in the, you know, collected in, in the totality of human consciousness. And you have one and maybe you get on a podcast and people listen to it and they love it. And that'll very likely motivate you to, to get another, you know, to frame things that, you know, you, you framed an example A- in a similar way with the style that you use that people liked in example B and example C and example D. And your unique style may just work for some people. Make, make them feel good. Inspire them. Motivate them. Uh, and, and clarify uh, life challenges for them. So I do believe that podcasting is terrific for thought le leadership. Especially on the indie, so to speak. Independent. DIY level, more folks should be getting involved as a springboard for their, you know, personal publishing, consulting careers, however they wish to define them. And that, that's it for now. Podcasting for Thought Leadership. I'm going to obviously follow up on this broader theme and my thoughts for about this theme as they develop. I'm going to write about it.
but podcasting for thought leadership. I think this is episode five. I really got to pick up the frequency of my episodes after today, folks. But I'm feeling good about this general um, concept and the premise of what this episode was about. So look for me to follow up on it. This is Jonesy speaking, by the way. And uh, I just wanted to maybe close out with this. There's this professor, and I don't agree with everything this guy says. As I don't, as I don't, do not agree with everything almost anybody alive says or thinks, because we're all individuals. I don't think there should be a hundred percent overlap with too much frequ- too much frequency. But Jordan Peterson, this professor, this Canadian guy, a psychologist, an interesting man. He was just making the point about heaven and hell and he was reframing what these you know ancient religious concepts are within the finite lifespans that we inhabit as human beings scientifically and indisputably and he was saying that you know heaven shouldn't necessarily be looked at as something that comes about after you're deceased and in the ground, but that heaven, as is the case with hell as well, exists within your very life on earth. And that when you do something that has meaning to you and that you feel like you should be doing and that matters and that gives you a sense of purpose, it will be as if time sort of stops and the suffering and anxieties inherent to life that is always gnawing at you in the in the background in the not in, you know of of your mind that's that's always there ceases and and you just you feel at ease you 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 let go of you, your sense of self in a, in a way and are just one with the activity that you are performing and i i mean i guess that that could be described as flow and it can be described in different ways, but I think many of us can listen to those words and say, oh, you know, I felt that. And then he said, well, well, you know, pay attention to that. If you did something like that, if you felt that, what was that thing? And why did you feel like that? And move towards that instead of away from it. And, uh, you know, you can get from complex to simple pretty quickly. So with podcasting, again, Move, move in that direction, folks, whatever that be, may be. I mean, whatever your issues are that you feel that you can service for the good of mankind, get on a podcast and start yapping and then polish up your yapping. But keep moving towards that light that makes you feel like you're living in your personal heaven on earth. And my buddy Corv, just to... You know, when you connect different parts of your life where, you know, there's conceptual overlap from very different conversations and very different times. Growing up, my personal group of friends, we had a lot of catchphrases. We would just kind of make them up on the fly. 
And uh, even uh, speaking of a guy, uh, Jordan Peterson, he happens to be against uh, neologisms, you know, like new language, but uh, really within the political realm. These were not things we were trying to impose on society, but our neologisms, like we would call catchphrases, and we would just make up these fun kinds of whatever new words that we said to each other and uh, have a blast with them. And I think we did that more so than most group individual groups of friends because we did it uh a lot we were just always making up words it's something something we did and and phrases that would have a meaning but you know so on one of the more sort of existential discussions i had with my buddy corv who was actually he's sort of like the co-founder of the think in your armor it was his idea to start a, a podcast and we're still rolling with it as sloppily as our progress has been. He once had something about, you know, the way we would raise our kids. Um, and a catchphrase we would employ in that sense of, of raising them or of encouraging other young people in a generation younger than us below ourselves. And we would just say, get there. That simple, get there. And we liked it because of its succinctness. Some other people might not like it. Maybe it's confusing. What does that mean? But get there. Get to where you want to be. And I, I tied that in my mind instantly. I was watching this YouTube video with Jordan Peterson talking about, well, what, what is heaven on earth for you? How, how much time can, can you spend there? How much control can you personally exert over that phenomenon? Heaven on earth for you as an individual. Well, I thought about my buddy Corv way back when, I don't even know if he would remember it, but saying get there and podcasting is a great first level of the skyscraper to me of, of there, of getting there, wherever there is for you, get there. Give podcasting for thought leadership a try. Check us out at thethinkinyourarmor.com. This is Jonesy speaking. I'll be back soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, folks.